Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Deborah Spooner, and I'll be your host for today. This month, Andrew Murray is leading us to think through the secret of united prayer. In today's reading, Murray guides us in a reflection called the fullness of the Spirit. He starts with this verse in Malachi 3.10, Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you will not have enough room for it. To understand where Murray leads us today, I want you to go on a mini-history and storyline journey with me for some biblical context, so stay with me. This verse that Murray starts with is from the last book that's placed in our English Bibles. These words were given as some of the last in our Old Testament before Jesus came to earth approximately 400 years after they were written. It's talking about how there is so much blessing in store for the people. And even while this particular scripture portion has a fulfillment to the original readers, we know that through Jesus and during the time after Jesus went back to heaven was ushered in so much more blessing through the gift of the Holy Spirit which first happened at Pentecost. Murray points us towards this in today's reading by stating Pentecost was only the beginning of what God was willing to do. The promise of the Father, as Christ gave it, still waits for his perfect fulfillment. This unfolding story of God's promise was fulfilled through Jesus more than what they then saw during the time of Malachi, but we still know that there is an unfinished portion till Jesus' return as we are all commissioned to fulfill the great commission that Murray reminds us of. He states, Christ's great command to go and preach the gospel was not only meant for the disciples, but for us too. This history, starting in Malachi and spoiler way before that, is our history and mission, sharing the good news where we are, but extending to the entire world. What can we do then? Murray shares a two-part specific challenge in response to this by urging us to take time today to think of the needs of the church and her missionaries. Let us realize the only solution to our problems is a supernatural, almighty intervention of the Lord himself. We see here a two-part challenge. To one, think of the needs of the church and missionaries. And two, realize the ultimate solution is actually God's work. First, Marie challenges us to think about needs outside our own. Do we think this big, praying for salvation? That's what many missionaries, commonly those we think of who've dedicated their lives to sharing the good news of Jesus with others, are focused on. But the reality is, there are a lot of people who haven't had a chance to hear the name of Jesus and had the opportunity to respond to the good news and find salvation. According to current population estimates, there are about 7.93 billion people in the world. Out of this, according to research compiled by the Joshua Project, approximately 3.37 billion are considered unreached. That's over 42% of the world's population. Maybe you have a better grasp on global population numbers than I do, but 3.37 billion honestly doesn't mean a lot to me. So let's break it down. If you've ever been to a professional football game, you know those stadiums are big. The Chargers Stadium in California holds about 70,000 people. So, if we were to fill up the Chargers Stadium 47,142 times, then we'd have the amount of people alive today who haven't heard Jesus' name. But even 47,000 is hard for me to grasp. So, let's put it this way. To even count that high would actually take 13 hours And each second of that time represents one number, which means one time filling up the stadium. 
Guys, in 14 seconds, you'd have over 1 million people. Now do this for 13 hours and you're close to the 3.37 billion who haven't heard of Jesus. The need is staggering and I hope that we all feel that. But it's also personal. I think of Nate, a missionary I heard countless stories from while sitting across bonfires from him. I think of Hundra and Undro, two girls I was laughing and walking with in Mongolia, a country whose people groups are 78% unreached. And I think of my friend Heather, who's dedicated years of her life to living there. And I could go on with these stories. So what do we do? How do we find conviction here, but not condemnation? Murray reminds us too. He points us back to how we need to remember the needs of missionaries, but also to remember that it's God who's ultimately at work. Our part is to pray and ask God to show us what our part then is. And here are some options. One, commit to pray for unreached people groups while committing to being more informed. There are countless organizations that provide resources to guide your prayer and explain to you the needs of these groups of people who don't know Jesus. Secondly, share. Share the perspective. First, let this kind of global need burden you in a healthy way to see your life in a different lens. But then, share with others the need to pray and act for these people to have a chance to know Jesus. And thirdly, give. Yes, this might mean you give some of your money to support people groups knowing the Lord, but it might mean something that almost costs more sometimes. It might mean giving a substantial portion of your time to commit to pray for them and to share about them and for them. Or this might mean that you give of yourself and physically go and find ways to share. My prayer is that this is the beginning of a global journey for you, one that takes root in your heart and won't let you go. A prayer that gets our eyes off of ourselves and onto others, one that hurts for those who don't know Jesus. A prayer that you would take the time to let this stir and simmer in your heart Encouraged to ask the Lord what is next for you, for we know we are all waiting on the final fulfillment of Jesus returning and calling those to his own. And we live in the blessing of the Holy Spirit each day, even as we process through what's next, not in a spirit of condemnation, but a love for Christ and rest in him that compels us. Let's commit to seeing the Great Commission continually lived out and pray with the prayer Marie guides us in today. Lord, I pray for the richness of your blessing on me and all of your children. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.